welcome to the Self-Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk. Okay, hello, welcome to episode 444 of the Self-Help Podcast with me, Ed Lamb, and my good pal, Sean Orford. How are you doing, Sean? I'm very good. Uh, I haven't blown away yet, but uh, no. if you hear noises like a cow being tortured, it's the wind coming through the front door gap. It's like it's making a ring. Noise. Yeah, well, I'll quickly slide. If you're watching on YouTube, because we, we put these on YouTube now when we record. I mean, it's not it's mm. not an especially exciting view out the window, but mm. every now and again, a load of leaves will bash up against the window. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully that's all that comes through. We've got a lot of trees <laughs> like immediately to my left, so uh, yeah. yeah, fingers crossed, mate. We'll be all right. But yeah, that's I mean, we're only plan. we're only just getting through the last in terms of clearing all the debris from that from Storm Arwen a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. Not even that a week and a half ago, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. And are we going to have a whole load more to do tomorrow? Yeah. Well, I know we re- we re- we recorded in person last week, as I was saying yeah. before. As regular listeners will know, and uh, on my on the ride back from your house, I had to chuck my bike over at least at least four trees that were blocking the uh, the kind of trails of Wirral that I used to kind of avoid the roads. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. To, there's a lot of firewood going around, like like yeah. you said, or it will be once it's dried out properly. Yeah, mm. yeah, good time to be a, a contractor with the council, isn't it? When uh, yeah, in charge of clearing roads. <laughs> um what are we talking about today sean before we, what's the title we're talking about intolerance and kind of snappiness yeah yeah i i cover quite a few different areas and uh i've got three cases at the moment um uh, where people have, have lost the plot um in the workplace um and have been squaring up to each other <clears throat> and just generally i'm aware of just listening to me if you sit in canteens and and stuff like that, and you listen to people talk to each other, the tone of voice seems to have changed. People are now kind of short-fused, snappy, intolerant, and whereas uh, there was what people were calling banter, um, you know, a year ago, now people haven't got any goodwill left. <laughs> it's uh, it's like, like people have run out. Mm, and right. the bit that concerns me about that is we're, we're entering Christmas, and Christmas becomes divorce season for January. And it's like, if people are already like, oh, if we don't do something about moderating it, then there's going to be a bigger divorce season in January. It. Yeah. You know? All right. We'll come on to that in a second. Quick mention then of uh, the website, livingthepresent.co.uk for all the show notes and links and all previous episodes there and Sean's blog post uh, for the week. Uh, and yeah, you can sign up. Um, if you put your email address in the box, we'll send you weekly alerts for the show and you can get some free meditation files as well, which you might need um, because yeah, we're, heading, we're, we're, we're heading into or we're, we're in that most wonderful time of the year. So, uh, which uh, is that excitement is starting to reach fever pitch in my house with two little boys that are kind of getting seven, excited, seven and nine yeah. and, you know, peak peak Christmas vibes going on in my house the next year or two. Uh, when it's really going to be at, things are going to be at their most exciting for them. But, yeah. you know, I, I do have a slight sense um, that uh, as Cooper the dog comes in, into shot, apology if he uh, 
yeah, as uh, if he starts yapping. There he is. Um, you know, Christmas is a funny one because it is the most wonderful time of the year, or it can be, should be. Uh, but we spend three or four weeks in a mad rush, stressing about getting presents and getting things ready so that we can enjoy one or two days of peace and harmony <laughs> at the end of it all. So is it worth it? What do you reckon? Well, not the way it is at the moment. And, and the, the bit, it's like layer on layer, isn't it? All the COVID stuff is leading up to this kind of what I see as the short fuse bit. Um, but we've now got this new variant, which means that people are now stressing about will they actually be able to have the Christmas that they planned? Because I know people that will want to go abroad have already planned to go abroad. And I know that some of the countries that they're wanting to go to will be shutting down so that people won't be able to go and do what they want, which put another layer on it as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Strange times on planet Earth. Mm. Time were, uh, I mean, yeah, it's not a massive surprise maybe that things were going to get a bit crazy around winter. Um, so, but and here we are, but like generally then talk a bit about, like short fuses running short and all that and tempers flaring a little bit in the world that you inhabit and then in the workplace I th- yeah I, d- I think that the thing is whereas people seemed able to cut mm-hmm. each other a bit of slack you know that's gone that's where it's kind of it's shortening up um and i was surprised when i did have a uh, a couple who were quite respectable people squaring up to each other um, and and they'd lost it. They'd lost the plot um, and uh, kind of full-on aggression. Um, and uh, but I don't see that as uncommon. <clears throat> I see it happening with um, people in shops talking to the the shopkeepers, you know, the shop workers. I see it in in health with people getting angry with the staff and the doctors because they can't get what they want and they can't get it now. It's like our our fuses are getting shorter and shorter. You know, and it, it happens um, in families, it happens in businesses, it happens in, in things like health. But it's something that we have to be very, very aware of. It's like you have to make sure that your empathy is engaged before you engage your mouth. You know, it, it's important that you don't just say what you think. You know, you say you say what is appropriate. Um, and within appropriate is the way that you say it um, because uh, that kind of accent and, and the way that you that you say something can, can give you more meaning than the words mm. you know? um, I guess I mean a lot of people will kind of take their anger and their frustration out on the people they love the most and you know I'm probably guilty of that in the sense that you know I'll be when I on the on the rare occasions that I go to the office you know I'll be you know nice and polite and happy with all my office pals that I share an office with uh, or yeah, if I go to the shop or the supermarket, I'll I'll be really friendly with all all the all the staff there. But then I'll get home and I'll take out my um, frustration and fatigue. Maybe I'm short on sleep on my kids and on on my missus and that kind of thing. You know, not in a physical way, just to kind of get just be snappy with them. So I've been really nice all day, and then I get home and I'm kind of snappy with the people that I um, mm. care about the most. So I'm I'm hoping that doesn't sound like too unusual a thing. So what, why do we? I guess in a weird kind of way, it's a sign of love and affection um, that I kind of say, <laughs> you, you kind of take it out on the people you love the most. Maybe maybe we can slant it so it's a good thing. <clears throat> I don't know. It, it's like <clears throat> I was thinking about it a lot 
And I was actually watching a thing about Donald Trump. And I'm thinking, Donald Trump tries to come across as being the most kind of confident together person that there is. And when you look at him, it's like he's not real. And then if you start to look at it, the way I think it is, is he has fears about life and fears about society and people and stuff like that. And they turn into an anxiety. And I think this is what happens for lots of people. They're scared. And then the, the, the symptom of the scaredness is the anxiety, which is the fight and flight response or that kind of stuff. So the way that you protect yourself is you, you start to become a control freak. Because if you can control it, you're safe, aren't you? So and if you think about Trumpy on that day of the election results or whatever it was, when he uh, incited his staff, he always his followers, he said he didn't, to go down and turn over the parliamentary building. Um, you know, what does that come from? And to me, that that is a straight expression of anxiety, fear. Yeah. So I, I've got this thing, uh, this theory I'm developing, which is like fear anxiety, control, intolerance disorder. Because I see it going in that, in that sequence. Fact, you know, fact D. <laughs> that was an acronym. Facted, yeah. Facted, yeah. yeah. Facted, yeah, okay. <laughs> but but do, you, do you see what I mean? It's like, and I see it happening loads. Um, but because people are masked behind maybe their their role as a manager or a doctor or whatever so their control appears to be a part of who they are actually the control mechanism is a part of their fear and they're trying to keep themselves safe by being controlling right yeah yeah um and i i'm just observing it because i, I spent my life observing people in different situations and i can just see it getting bigger in, in lots of little little ways, you know, little groups of people and stuff, I can see the tolerance disappearing, that kind of intolerance and the need to control. And if you can't control somebody and they're not compliant and they won't do what you do, that's where the intolerance really comes out. So, and you, you get that in lots of, um, lots of societies where one group of people needs to be controlled by the, the other group of people. Yeah. You know, whether that's the, the Rohingyas or whoever it is. And it's because they're seen as a threat, which creates a fear and an anxiety. So now we have to have a control mechanism. And the mm. control leads to the intolerance. Yeah. Wow. Did you see what I mean? Is it making yeah. sense to you? I do. There's a book in that one, isn't it, Sean? <clears throat> it's got to be. It's got to be. <laughs> it's, but it, it's, it is, it, it's both fascinating to watch it, but it's also quite sad mm. you know um what is it that happens to somebody that creates the fear that leads to them needing to be in control because as, as soon as they get to that point they've stopped they stop living life in a kind of a happy positive engaged way and now everything has to be considered and i can't do that and can't do it so everything becomes questioned yeah you know and the control mechanism is the key because if everything is controlled and it's the way I want it to be, I'm safe and I haven't got to worry about it. Mm. Yeah. So assuming Donald Trump isn't that isn't listening to this, sadly, it would be nice if he was. But if we, yeah, your average Joe or your average uh, Josephine on the street, um, 
is suffering with a little bit of yeah anxiety and maybe fatigue and stress and and they're taking yeah. it out on their friends and family as we've all probably done at some yeah. Um, yeah. Are we talking meditation? What we, what what's the top of the list in terms of getting that under control? I mean, certainly things like like meditation and relaxation release the pressure out of the boiler. It reduces the the steam. Um, and doing things like running, jumping, screaming, shouting help as well. You know, go to a zumba class or run around the block or do something. Yes, all those things help. But most important of all, we have to develop a greater awareness of what comes out of our mouth. And not just saying what we need to say because we need to say it, yeah. but actually being aware of the effect that what we say will have on the person that it's said to. Um, and, and like I say, it isn't just the, the words that are used, but it can be the tone and the force and all that kind of stuff um, that create a difference mm. in, in what's being said. Yeah, I'm going um, to try something in the next few days actually because at the moment like my, our lads are uh yeah they're, they're mega, mega excited about christmas coming and all that and they've done all the christmas lists and um it, my, it's my eldest son it's his birthday just before christmas too so he's got you know he's getting excited about that as well so in, uh, but we're having trouble getting him to sleep at night both of them and they share a bedroom they've got bunk beds and all that so we're having to go upstairs a lot and you know shout at them to go to sleep so i'm just wondering if if, if tonight I might try another tactic in terms of rather than getting really angry with them and having to, you know, bang on the door and shout this and that and the other. And if you don't do this, the Father Christmas won't come and all that normal stuff. <laughs> you know, maybe I'll just say to them when I put them to bed, uh, right, you're not going to see me again. It's up to you to put yourselves to sleep. You know, we're not going to come upstairs. We're not going to come shouting. We're not going to be yelling and all that. So the neighbors can plumb in here and goodness knows what it's on you i'm going to try that tactic tonight and let you know maybe next week i'll let you know how it goes to see if that works yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. sensing that the, the current technique that we've got isn't 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 really working and it's not helping them and it's not helping us so yeah worth a try but it, it, it comes back down to that kind of thing for me uh, and this may sound a bit kind of simplistic but i think it's very real it's the issue about you either learn through pain or awareness so if someone doesn't have the capacity to learn, to learn through awareness when you're saying, um, no, can you not do that, you know, do whatever, uh, and they can't get it, maybe you have to make it a bit uncomfortable. So then they go. Mm. You know? Yeah. I mean, parenting is just a, like, a classic one, isn't it, for learning how to control your uh, emotions and frustrations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially, well, not, yeah. not especially boys, boys and girls. Not that I've got yeah. any experience raising girls, but uh, kids, they're kind of designed to to test you and push you, aren't they? And that's kind of part of what a kid is, is about, is about questioning rules and whether this, that, or the other is fair and that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, uh, and we were children once upon a time, weren't we, Sean? And you had a slightly different childhood to mine, but um, uh, yeah, it's important to remember back to what it was like then, hey? I can remember um, a teacher once talking to somebody talking about you know the process of 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 living life as it were and uh, saying that job number one is learning to be able to communicate with your parents yeah if you can do that then you you've started you know actually communicate you know be at one with yeah. and then job number two would be being able to communicate with your life partner yeah and then job number three would be able to communicate with your children. 
And this guy was saying that if you complete those three tasks, then you've done all you need to do in a lifetime. Okay. You know, and I'm thinking, well, that, that counts me out. Then. <laughs> Most of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you came good in the end, eh? <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Despite it all. <laughs> um, I mean, you're I don't know, are, are you are you aware of people's attitudes changing at the moment? Uh, I, I guess I am really, but I'm conscious that I think throughout all history, there's there's always been a sense that things are always getting worse, and oh, if you, isn't it? A, I, you know, I'm sure we could have. You could go back a thousand years, and you could find some someone that's written somewhere in a or carved it onto some kind of tablet. You know, the the youth of today, and oh, society's crumbling. <laughs> so you know, there, there is a famous quote somewhere about um, this guy writing about the youth of today and how they gather around the street corners and they all get drunk and all that kind of stuff and really going on about them. <clears throat> and you and you're thinking that it comes from uh, like two years ago. And it actually comes from something like two and a half thousand years ago. Yeah. You know? So I think those kind of things have, have always been there. Yeah. Um, I, I guess that the issue is that at any point in those social cycles, the issue is we do have a choice to intervene and we can be nicer to each other. You know, we don't, we doesn't have, we don't have to go through all the pain and the crap. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's not about taking. I mean, you shouldn't have to take your frustrations out on anyone. You know, it might be the people you love most, or it might be the lady down the supermarket, um, or the man on the, the checkout at the till. So, yeah. if you take, if you have, if you've taken your frustration out on anyone, and even yourself as well, yeah, and you know, you've got a bit of work to do, haven't you? Somewhere, <clears throat> yeah. It's not. It's not okay to take it out on anyone, including yourself. You know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Warning bells and alarm bells should be ringing, shouldn't they? And I, I think that that not taking it out on yourself is a very important thing that people don't don't see. Yeah. Or even yeah. even these little critters. Some yeah, people yeah. can you be, can you believe it? Some people take their frustrations out on little cute yeah. little animals like this. It's like ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? Mm. <laughs> isn't it ridiculous? Yeah, it is. Um, crazy, <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, this is called the self-help podcast, isn't it? So ultimately, I guess if you take an hour on yourself, that's kind of the worst, the worst thing of all in in some respects, because because then that will bleed into other areas of your life. <clears throat> and and that's fundamental to me because you have to love yourself before you can love others, and you have to love yourself before you can allow yourself to be loved. It all go it all goes together. And loving yourself isn't arrogance, which a lot of British people can get confused about. You know, it's not thinking that you're up your own backside. But if you can appreciate who you are and be happy with who you are, that's a good thing. Yep. You know. Um, cool. Okay. I'm not sure if we've conquered that one or not. I feel like we've, it's a bit of an open-ended answer to this thing. But well, yeah. I, I, I think that we're at the point where we've got a choice. What are mm -hmm. we going to do with it? You know, how, how are we going to deal with this? And um, it, I, I'm just waiting for, you know, we've got an announcement on the 18th, isn't it, I think? Yeah, um, maybe, yeah I think is the next big one, and it's like if he does move <laughs> towards making more restrictions over Christmas, I think we're going to have hell to play because <laughs> I think at that point the fuses will have gone. I think. I mean, I'm laughing, but I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not following the news as closely as I was. Partly following our own advice, we tell people not to quite often on this show. So, <laughs> uh, my my problem in life is I have to stay informed because people talk to me about it. I have to sort of be on it. 
yeah. yeah. But no, I can imagine the reaction if 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 something quite tough came in on a week before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's wait and see. But if it does happen, you know, everyone listening to this will all kind of take a deep breath and we'll take it in our stride, won't we? <clears throat> yeah. I I want to shout out a positive, right? Uh, all my working life, because I had to be accredited <clears throat> professionally, I've been accredited to what's called the BACP, mm-hmm. uh, which is the British Association of Counting and Psychotherapy. And for years and years and years, you get a plastic membership card and you get a new one every year. And for the first time in what feels like 100 years, they're actually made out of cardboard. Oh, okay. Very good. Getting that. I'm thinking, isn't that good? Because I'm thinking, God knows how many hundreds of thousands of people have these cards. But um, Do you actually ever show it to anyone or is it just sat in a drawer for the year? Yeah, it's just sat in a drawer for the year. I've got, I got a stack of them. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, what's next? Maybe it could be an app. It could be a, a simple app on your phone or... Uh, an email yeah. I mean an email they're getting there there's progress though well, hats off to them it's pretty good yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really impressed with that because it's, <laughs> it's quite substantial and solid but it's actually a piece of cardboard piece of cardboard is it laminated it can't be recycled no. it's laminated no it's not, not laminated either <laughs> okay it, it's matte it's matte and it's cardboard fair do alright hats, hats off to the BACP well done love it what's yeah. your resource Sean you got a book in there I think yeah, well, I put a book in here. It's about um, how do you live with someone with an anxiety disorder? You know, um, and it's like, what can you do for them? But it also has a big section, what can you do for you? Mm-hmm. You know, and the importance of looking after you is that self-preservation as well. You know, you know. Um, all right, mine's a kind of a physical action because um, my eldest lad, William, actually, you can tell he's, he struggles a little bit with his... Well, not with anger as such, but he, he's got a shorter fuse than than his brother. Um, and he was kind of coming out of the weekend quite a lot. And we ended up by accident. I was getting some winter fuel ready. We've got some logs that I needed to chop up and get some kindling prepared. So we went out in the garden and we chopped wood for an hour. And uh, yeah, man, it worked wonders, I tell you. So you don't have to chop wood, but just some kind of physical repetitive activity yeah. works wonders, doesn't it? Yeah, but it gets your brain working. It releases endorphins in your brain to make you feel better. That's yeah, and we we were chatting away for an hour, having a lovely time, just you know, just about all sorts. And it was amazing the transformation in him actually. Well, when we did that, mm-hmm. so find yeah, find but, something similar, and yeah, just go chop wood or yeah. you go do some gardening <laughs> when when the storm has passed, of course. Yeah, yeah, it seems to have calmed down at the moment. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, well, I'm gonna. I'm going to move out of this room because I feel like I'm a bit too close to the, the woods. <laughs> you are in about it. Go to the front of the house, but yeah. yeah. Um, all right, Sean, thanks very much for your time. Okay, you take care. I will see you next week. See you next week, everyone. See ya. See Bye. 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 Bye.